time for Around the Ozarks in 5. Brought to you by the Butterfly Palace and Rainforest Adventure, Adventure Cave Tours, and Talking Rocks Cavern. Here are your hosts, Ethan and Sarah Foreheads. Happy Monday to you. Don't know what your weekend was like. Ours was busy, uh, but good, I think. I think that's how we would describe it. Busy, but good. We got to hang out with the kids, uh, different places, but (laughs) nevertheless, uh, we will start with some news. All right. A candlelight vigil was held last night for a man found shot to death. Dr. John Forsyth was an emergency room doctor in Cassville. He was reported missing on May 21st when he did not report to work. His body was found in Beaver Lake uh, in Arkansas two weeks ago, and he'd been shot. There are still lots of unanswered questions in that case, but it is uh, still being investigated by police. Uh, even as family members were gathered there last night to remember Dr. Forsyth. Uh, A church in Mountain Grove is a total loss after a fire. Uh, That fire broke out about 6.30 Saturday evening, and several fire departments battled the blaze for nine hours. But Southside Baptist Church is a total loss. Mm -hmm. Even so, the congregation gathered in another church's gymnasium for Sunday morning services, uh, the Mountain Grove Fire Department says the investigation is underway, uh, actually on both the local and the federal level. Yeah, that's interesting that it's a federal investigation underway. And that, of course, because it's a church that burned down. So they want to make sure it wasn't uh, it wasn't done on purpose for any reason. Uh, so that's why the feds are involved. Uh, we'll see what, what comes of that. Glad they were able to meet, though. Uh, they had several offers from other churches to meet. So that's uh, that's neat to see the community come together like that. Yeah. A pet's taken from a house in Mount Vernon because of extreme abuse and neglect. Rescue One took in four dogs and two cats uh, from that house. They're currently being treated uh, by a vet, and authorities tell us that they'd been to that same exact house before for uh, similar type reasons. Starting in just a few weeks, a new law goes into effect in Springfield to tax nightly rentals. Voters passed that new tax back in April, you may recall. Uh, Right now, only about 260 of the short-term rentals in Springfield are properly licensed. That's out of up to 450 rentals that currently operate. So there's a pretty big difference there in the number uh, that are already licensed and the number that need, uh, apparently, to be licensed. Hmm. The Springfield City Council will decide whether a 72-acre townhouse development can or a 72 townhouse development i should say not acre uh, can be developed in north springfield the planning and zoning commission just voted unanimously to rezone the location just south of commercial street that site would be on a 2.3 acre lot yeah that's 72 units on 2.3 acres so that's a it's like 36 per per acre that's that's a lot but i think that's doable according to planning and zoning um are you just excited that you did quick math just now no i saw it written down earlier (laughs) so i'm glad that i remembered it (laughs) right because any journalist that does any quick math like inside they're like oh yeah i just i nailed it i just did that well i tell you as i was saying that i was like holy crap i hope that's right (laughs) and then i i did i did a little bit of quick math in my head and i said "Mm, probably close enough (laughs) that's funny i do that too okay uh the cost of living in the springfield metro area improved in the first quarter of this year compared to last or compared to the first quarter of last year 
Uh, Springfield scored best when it comes to housing and transportation. Okay. Uh, Branson West getting a $30,000 grant to study what improvements need to be made to the drinking water system down there. The Missouri Department of Natural Resources is footing the bill for that study. Uh, and Springfield now has its first parlor donuts location, huh? Uh, the donut and coffee chain now up and running in front of Andy B's there on Battlefield right near National. Uh, parlor makes at least 20 different flavors of donuts every day. And I saw some pictures of them and they look really pretty incredible. It's the third location now in the state of Missouri for Parlor. There was already a store down on the Branson Landing in Branson. And uh, there's also one in Wentzville, which is outside St. Louis. Never been to a Parlor Donuts, have you? No, I've never even heard of one, actually. So clearly it's a chain, but I've never heard of that. It is a chain, and now it's in uh, now it's in Springfield. Just like we've been getting a lot of new chains in Springfield, so good for us. Yeah. Um, we've talked about tipping before, and now there's more proof that Americans are tired of tipping. <laughs> and even before I saw the survey, I felt it. I felt it. Yes. Um, a new bank rate survey shows that Americans are tipping less often for many services and continuing the steady decline that we've been telling you about that has been going on for years. 66% of people now have a negative view about tipping. 32% are annoyed with pre-entered tip screens, which as you know, are everywhere now. They're everywhere. Right. Um, the groundswell of support and appreciation uh, for the service industry that became a thing in the early pandemic seems to have faded. Yes, because everybody wants in on it. <laughs> yeah, I think it used to be that a tip was, uh, it was a gener it was something gener done generously by the customer, and it it would go to somebody who maybe went a little bit above and beyond. Uh, but but these days, I don't, a lot of times you'll see a tip uh desired from someone who not only hasn't gone above and beyond but is like barely done the basics uh so it's uh i'm trying not to be rude but i'm, I'm thinking of, of situational uh instances in which you're like really you want a tip you didn't even greet me when i came in <laughs> you know what i mean uh, i, it, it's just I an don't odd like this yeah i don't like the screen either like where it's like do you want a tip you know, 18%, 20%, 22%. Like it has like all of the percentages like figured for you. But on some of it, it's not stuff that I would, it, because it's not a service. I would tip on a right. service. Right. But it's not a service. That, that's what I'm talking about. It's, some, yeah. it's something that is not a service other than it's the job. It's the basic, basic part of the job. And, you know, you don't get tipped on that. Well, I mean, let me tell you this, Mr. Forehead's. This is my theory before I knew about the survey um, because I was away for the weekend. So I went to lots of like little like a coffee shop or to get lunch or to get dinner for the girls or whatever. Anyway, it was interesting because I actually think that the service provider, whatever it is, and service, I'm using that term loosely because again, sometimes it's not really a service. I actually think that they're sick of asking for the tip. And here's what I base that on. So I went to Seven Brew coffee, which by the way, their server servers are phenomenal. Like they're very personable. They're very friendly. Yeah. Um, 
and I wasn't in Springfield. I'm sure that I think this is across the board though for that coffee chain. Anywho, my point is that I just get black coffee. That's it. So I'm like, here's my credit card. Yes, I'll have black coffee. And they actually feel weird about the tip screen because when they hand out the thing to like pay, they always say, just, you know, hit whatever button to like skip that screen and like go to the next one. You know what I mean? So I feel like they even feel weird asking. Um, but it wasn't just at seven brew that actually happened at multiple different locations. But I, I noticed like they had like a, Oh, like I hate asking for this, um, vibe that they were given off. Yeah. Yeah. I, that would be, I, I would feel awkward about that too, I think. Uh, but at the same time, I would like some extra cash. So <laughs> might be willing to do it. But it's possible too coffee. that if you're tap if you're tipping on a credit card as opposed to like a tip jar of cash, then you as the person might not see it. I mean, if you're at a sit-down restaurant and you're a waitress, that's one thing. But if you're like at a at a window, like at a service window, for instance, I don't know that you get whatever you collected in tips. In fact, probably you don't. Probably you don't. It's just split up between everybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we didn't split like though I was a waitress at Chili's for four years, but that's a sit-down restaurant. So what I was tipped, I kept. But I know that many of my friends who were not waitresses but worked at different like places in college, um, where they would get a tip, like it wasn't to them personally. All right. I don't there know. you go. I think they're sick of asking. That's the moral of the story. And people are sick of being asked. <laughs> Yes, that we have established. The, uh, the the tablet just makes it so easy for them to add it on there. Okay, we're off that. Uh, here is today's AI is taking over the world story. In Germany, this actually happened. A church sermon over the weekend was generated almost entirely by artificial intelligence. A chatbot sermon. So it was a chatbot up on the screen, not even a real person. Uh, folk, uh, the, the sermon delivered by the chatbot focused on leaving the past behind, paying attention to the present, not being afraid of death, and maintaining faith in Jesus Christ. Uh, but congregants, as it turns out, prefer hearing their pastor deliver the message, pointing out that the chatbots had no heart and soul, no emotion, uh, and no body language. So that totally makes sense. Uh, but it was the pastor's idea and uh, so he typed this into an AI program and just went with what came out. I don't like it. Well, no. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. And it's not <laughs> because I'm old school, although I am that. It's because of what you said. There's no soul in that. Like, don't talk to me about a relationship with Jesus Christ if you yourself don't have one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, and you're trying to convince me to have one, by the way. Right. Which like, hopefully the pastor's goal is to introduce people to Jesus. But if the pastor is a robot with no soul, I got a big problem. Yeah. The the congregants were also talking about, you know, chatbots not going to come to a funeral, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. All the stuff that obviously at this point, maybe tomorrow they'll be able to, but today, say, as the, far the as robot I know, might actually show up at the funeral. That could, that could happen. As far um, as I know, we haven't progressed quite to that point, but Ugh. that could be, that could be a week away the way that things are progressing. 
I am interested to know what our life is going to look like in five years. Uh, I think it'd be, yeah, five years. Well, I I don't know. It's. I know. I said five, not 10, because I feel like in five, maybe it's conceivable, but in 10, like, I, I don't even think we could like imagine or begin to fathom what that might be. Yeah. I was at a, uh, a radio conference a couple of weeks ago, and that was one of the big topics of conversation for one of the breakout sessions was AI. What does it mean for the future? Yeah. And who knows? And uh, honestly, honestly, nobody knows. I think you right. can use it to your advantage. Uh, but there is the there is, I mean, obviously a tendency to be afraid of it because there's so many unknowns related yeah. to it. And how many jobs is it gonna take? So you gotta figure out a way to work with it, not against it. Uh, but I don't I don't know. It's gonna be Yeah, soon. I mean, one of the most viewed videos of all time on my Instagram or Facebook page was the day this was like a 15 second video when we were still at the station i shot video at walmart of all of the self-checkouts like right at i mean it was like the really big push for the self-checkout in springfield yeah. and people were livid but now if you go to walmart everybody is standing in the self-checkout line and like the one cashier that you could find nobody's in that line you know what I no, mean? That, so, no, that isn't true. That isn't true at all. That's absurd. That isn't true. People are always in the one cashier line. That's why nobody. That's why I have to go to the self checkout. And I disagree. All right. And, I just, needs to spent, do a study. and I just spent four days in Bentonville. So why, what well, now, why, sir? But why would you go do it yourself whenever you could be checked out? Because you do it faster. No. And there's more of them. I'm just telling you, like. Uh, five years is maybe inconceivable what we're going to look like with all no, the that's, AI. That's probably true. We can agree on that. All right. It feels like Monday, doesn't it? Yeah. I think it, it feels like Monday. Yeah. All right. Nevertheless, that's what it is. Uh, all right. Have a great, uh, <laughs> now that you know what's going on, have a great day and we'll see you back here on Tuesday. Bye.